Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. that I've been able to bring you all value through these podcasts. And if I have, please be sure to leave a review and subscribe. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and your thoughts on the podcast. And please, please be sure to share this with your friends, family, coworkers, employees. I can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me. Thank you sincerely. So our purpose, our purpose in life is not to mold ourselves into someone we think we should be, but to find who we truly are and lean into that thing, lean into that person, create that person. Life isn't about living someone else's life. It's not about pretending to be someone you're not. And the more you lean into your insecurities, the greater Your chance is for launching into growth for your life and being who you should be. Most of the time, it's your insecurities that are holding you back. And those are the insecurities that were planted, right? Those are the insecurities that were planted from someone else, by someone else, whether it be your your friends, kids from your high school, your parents, coworkers, the list goes on and on. Those voices are what really has blinded you from doing a lot of things in life. Stopping you from writing a book or getting into music or starting a business, taking the initiative at your job and asking for a promotion. The more I dedicated time to self-examination, to reflecting, to thinking of all the biggest failures and mistakes that I've made, as well as my biggest wins and moments of progress, I found a very deep meaning in what I needed to do in life. 
who I truly am and what I needed to do to step forward and feel purpose and feel fulfillment. What I truly wanted to do with my life, not someone else, it sparks passion because you're doing that thing that makes you tick. You can't, the, the, the thing that you can't live without, it is literally your oxygen. I cannot express enough how important it is to find your voice and sift through all the voices that have guided you in the wrong direction over the years. And I know that's a majority of people. I receive so many questions asking, how do I find motivation? I can't seem to, to get motivated. How do I get off my, my couch? How do I stop watching Netflix? The biggest reason, the biggest reason you're doing something that you're not passionate about. Bottom line, that is where the lack of motivation comes from. The lack of motivation comes from doing that thing that other people think you should be doing. Doing that thing that does not make you feel fulfilled every day. Doing that thing that you don't feel purpose while you do it, right? Those are, you're doing something today. If you're not passionate, if you're not fired up, if you're not ready to literally kick down a goddamn wall, then you're not doing that thing that you should be doing. And I hear a lot of people saying, oh, that's so cliche, or how do you have a job that you appreciate? Well, of course you're going to say that if you're stuck in the bubble of of a path that you haven't painted before, of the woods that you haven't seen from the sky. The biggest reason you are not passionate, the biggest reason that you are not motivated is because you're doing something that other people somewhere along the ways, whether it be when you were 15 years old, when you were 25 years old, whether you're 40, that people said, you should be doing this thing. You should be a doctor. You should be an engineer or you should be a, a, a teacher, whatever it is. Those are the things that are planted by people who thought you should be doing that thing. Something safe to do. Something others think you should be doing. Think about this for a moment. Every single person you know, every single person you know, every single person you've interacted with has a different perspective of you. And subconsciously, we act a little different depending the person we're interacting with. And that person subconsciously creates a character of you from their own perspective. So to an extent, to take the advice of your friends, to take the advice of your parents, to take the advice of your coworkers, of who you should be, is a dangerous, dangerous game because who they think you should be is from their perspective. It's not coming from yours. You're the expert on you. You know you better than anyone else on this planet. Now, that doesn't mean you become shut off from those comments, shut off from, from, from those conversations, but you need to stay grounded and listen to your inner voice over anybody else this is the same exact thinking we need to apply to our insecurities. I guarantee the thinking that you won't amount to something, you won't achieve greatness, you won't be able to, to handle more pressure at work when you get that promotion, you won't be able to, to create a successful business, you won't be able to have that perfect relationship, those you won't, you can't, that's too much risk, that doesn't seem like you or that's not a fit for, for you, 
Those are voices of the damn crowd. Voices of the crowd that went their way and played it safe. People who played it safe. Because I guarantee those individuals got the advice or got the quote-unquote guidance from people who were also playing it safe. So you're six layers deep into getting goddamn advice from people that have not felt, that have not explored the 1% of life. Most people are taking advice from people that have been walking around in bubble wrap. Bubble wrap of playing life safe and not being okay with tripping and getting their arms and their legs scraped up a bit. They walked down a path that may have worked for them, right? And that's not to say everybody's in this category that everybody has played this safe, but I guarantee eight and a half times out of ten, you're getting the perspective of someone who has played it safe. They have one perspective because they only went down the path that was safe. They only went down the path that they thought was the right path from people who had advised them to go down that road. The reason people obtain greatness is because they smash out of that mold. They bust down the thinking that they need to do things a certain way, that they need to walk, they need to act, they need to talk, they need to do a certain job, they need to go to college, they need to have kids, they need to be married at 30. All of these things that have been really implanted from childhood, from other people, coworkers, parents, friends, people in high school, society, whatever the case is, of things that, that, that that's the perfect way, that that's where you find happiness, that that is the way you should go about life. Imagine hitting 80. Imagine just hitting 80 and feeling regret for those 80 years you were on this planet, for the 80 years that you didn't try to start writing, right? Maybe you've wanted to become an author, uh, author, but maybe you wanted to become an artist. Maybe you wanted to become a musician. Maybe you wanted to become an entrepreneur. Whatever it is that makes you tick, that literally is the composition of your blood, your DNA, but it is held back because of people that told you differently, from people that have told you that that is too much risk, to always play it safe. 80 years of holding you back from taking a shot on goal, from knowing the alternative. Just for a moment, as you're running on that treadmill, as you're driving into work, as you're sitting in your office, as you're going for a walk with your dog, really let that sink in and understand how sad that that is. To live a life where you regret not doing those things that you know you should be doing. Or you had the slightest thought at some point along the lines, but you didn't do it because other people told you differently. Or you didn't do it because of the insecurities that you have created from other people's voices. A great example is in high school, right? When everybody gets acne, right? And everybody's worried about whether it comes to to picture day or whether it comes to hanging out with this girl or guy that you're you're interested in, whatever the case is, you have this insecurity that you need to put on, you know, you need to get medication for it or you need to put something to cover it up or you're going to hide it with a, with a certain shirt or hat or hood, whatever the case is, guess what? 
everybody else in that goddamn school has acne and is wor- and is worrying about the same shit. Imagine if we came to one single place where we just understood that everybody has their own shit that they're sifting through. Imagine if we created a place where we understand that we're all different. Imagine if we created a place that we just didn't give a shit what other people were doing, what other people looked like, how other people were dressing, how other people were acting. It's none of our goddamn business. The amount of insecurities that have been shoveled into the system because people have this understanding that they need to be perfect, that they need to sit up straight, and that they need to be this individual that is being pressured by their parents, by their friends, by society, by their 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 work environment, a million different things that have just been beaten on us every single day that at the point when we hit 80 and we look back and we go, holy crap, holy crap. I didn't take any of those initiatives. I didn't jump into the water headfirst and go for it. Because what is the alternative? Let's go back to the high school example. What's the alternative? You walk into school, and yes, this is exactly what happens. You go in there and everybody makes fun of you because you have some acne. Or you go out into the into life when you're 25 or 35 or 45 or 55 and you start a business and everything seems to be going smooth. And in two years, it just falls apart. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if you fail? Most of the time, chances are you are the only person that is judging yourself more than other people. Now, that's not to say, like I said earlier, there are people that are going to judge you throughout time. And that's okay. But if that's the case where the crowd is cheering for the opposite team then why are you being so hard on yourself? Don't you need to be your cheerleader? Don't you need to be your biggest fan? If you have created an environment where your insecurities control everything, imagine how limiting that is to really grabbing life and really getting the most out of it, squeezing the juice out of life. But the only reason you held yourself back And I say you held yourself back, nobody else, just because you think other people are judging you or if you've witnessed other people are judging you, bullying you, saying shit behind your back, whatever the case is, or that it might be the wrong thing, what does it matter? What does it matter? Doesn't it say more, rhetorical question here, doesn't it say more about those people that are judging other people than you for trying? At least you made the attempt. At least you took the initiative. At least you took the chance. At least you kept shooting on goal. That is the most important aspect, the most important factor in success and happiness is taking more shots on goal. If you are blindfolded and you're playing whack-a-mole and you hit once, the chances of you hitting one of those popping up is a very, very low. But if you're blindfolded and you continue to slam the damn hammer down, the chances are, and you never stop when you miss, you just keep on hitting, the chances are so fucking amazing that you are going to hit one of them. That is life. People, you need to start taking more shots on goal. And in the midst of doing that, every time you miss, every time you hit the goal post, every time you almost get it in, means that it should drive you and make you hungry to want to get it in the next time and not 
to hold back, not to worry about what other people are saying about you, what your parents are going to think, what your friends are going to think. So many people have built this fake environment of, well, I need to pretend my business is doing well, or I, I need to pretend that I'm starting a business, or I need to pretend that I'm all happy, that I need to create this 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 character, this front, because the reason they're doing it is because they're afraid, they're nervous about what other people will think and say about them. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Your wins are equally as important as your losses. Your losses are equally as important as your wins. It does not matter. The only way you know how to navigate, you will know how to navigate towards that goal, how to get it dead center or top right-hand corner, bottom left-hand corner, wherever it is, is if you keep on taking more shots, if you don't get held back. I've said this analogy before, but water carved the goddamn Grand Canyon. Something so soft, so gentle as water, so transparent, was able to create a a tunnel, a, a riverbed, a ginormous riverbed, and create something like the Grand Canyon. What does that mean for you? Eventually, a wall has to break. Eventually, it has to be, it has to get a crack. It has to lose its its footing. The more you slam on that door, the more you try to kick it down, the greater chances that you are going to get through that goddamn wall. But if you tap it, if you tap it, you will never get through it. And you are going to be in the same safe environment, the safe room, and, and taking the same advice from the people that think otherwise. I'm so tired of hearing this thing that, you know, I hear people all the time when they when when they shoot me a DM, especially on on Instagram, that, well, I want to do this thing. I want to create this business or I want to go for this promotion or I want to start with this this startup, but I'm nervous. And I'm always like, well, what is there to be nervous about? What is there to, to fear? Well, my parents said that it's too much risk or my friend said that, oh, I've got it safe right now. How do you think people, and I, I continue to bring up these names because they're the, the, the most well-known names out there, but Walt Disney. When Walt Disney first started out and he tried to create Disneyland and Disney World, do you know how many goddamn people told him that was the most ridiculous idea, that nobody would come? He created a whole goddamn category. He created a whole damn category, and he continued to fight every second. The expectation was that it was going to cost $15 million, and I think it cost like $15.5 million to set up that goddamn place. And everybody doubted him. And when he first opened the place, everybody was banging on his door saying that the lines were too long, the machines broke, that it was too hot, there wasn't enough water, staff was outdone, all of these other things. Do you think that stopped him? No, he kept on going. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs, the list goes on and on. The only reason that people are in the 1%, and I don't say the 1% from an income standpoint, being at the, the four over $400,000 a year, 420 440 whatever it's up to right now, which is a small amount in perspective, the only reason they are there is because every single time a note got thrown at them, that said, you can't, you won't, you never will be able to do that, or that's too much risk, or that's too difficult, they crumpled that shit up, and then they stood on that damn mountain, and they were able to look down at 35,000 feet and say, that's the reason you are where you are today, and I'm where I am today, 
is because I don't give a flying shit what anybody else says about me. And I know my purpose. I know where I need to go. And I know what I need to share with the world. And that is the most important ingredient to success. And it is the most important ingredient to finding happiness and creating that fulfillment. Thanks so much for listening. It means the world to me. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore Mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all. And thanks so much for listening. Thanks.